Thank you for listening to Merch Newbies, the podcast created specifically for the growing community of new merch by Amazon sellers. Join our Facebook group. The link is in the episode notes or go to Facebook and search Merch Newbies. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or would like to share your merch experience and be a guest on the podcast, email us at merchnewbies at gmail.com. Welcome to Merch Newbies Episode 7. I am your host, Jeff, and I just want to thank everybody for continuing to listen to the Merch Newbies Podcast. It's been an interesting seven weeks here. Uh, The journey with merch has been pretty interesting as well, as sales have seemed to have slowed down after St. Patrick's Day, which typically happens from a retail perspective. If you haven't had any retail experience, retail goes through cycles. And of course, the holiday time frame, if you think about that Thanksgiving through Christmas time frame, that is always the busiest time of year. But you have your other little spurts that you have. So between January and mid-February is pretty dead for retail. Picks back up around St. Patty's Day. And then as you get spring break and going into the summer, that's when people really start to come back into the retail space because if you think about parents buying summer clothes for their kids, people having more events to go to, so they're looking for uh, shirts and shorts and other apparel for their needs for whether it be a vacation uh, or whether it be something local, local events also start to pick up as well. So I wanted to talk about what I call the throttling theory because I looked into a lot of different Facebook groups over the past week. A lot of people that are in the merch space, they are talking about they're being throttled. And Amazon came out with a statement. Uh, They added it to their FAQs where they discussed the availability of products. Now, are our designs being pushed away from the consumer's eye due to them feeling like they need to throttle sales and let other people get sales and I can't get any sales, but the next merch person or the next merch content creator can go ahead and and, and sell 20 of one particular t-shirt design. I thought about this and I've come to the conclusion that I really think it's just a supply and demand issue. And the reason why I say it's supply and demand issue is that the print on demand industry is not Amazon's uh, forte. You know, they got into it to make sure that they can ship you your products fast. They can carry the most of they can carry the largest amount of products that they can carry. And they are battling other big bo- um, big box retailers. If you look at the brick and mortar retailers, like if you think of Walmart or Target, even dipping into the crafting space where they're, you know, where their competitors are Michaels and Joanne Fabric and other fabric or crafting places. So it's interesting the fact that there's this whole theory about throttling where People have seen their sales take a take a hit, basically, after St. Patrick's Day. And a lot of people expected it. Some people that are new to uh, merch may be feeling like, you know, this is not it or this is not what I signed up for. But in reality, none of us know what we really signed up for because none of us have any data or analytics behind what Amazon does with our content, how they, what their algorithms are when they show people listings. We we don't get to see any of that. We don't know how many people viewed our shirts. Like other print-on-demand websites like Redbubble, you can input a Google Analytics code there and you can see exactly what content of yours people are looking at. What time of the day are they looking at this content? So you can get this, you can start to identify small trends there because they actually let you get that information. Whereas Amazon, we are 
at the helm of whatever Amazon decides to do. If they decide to cancel merch altogether, then there's thousands of us that have to find another source of side income. So it's interesting that this whole throttling theory exists because there are some people that are steadfast that Amazon is throttling them. I feel that I'm 50% correct with saying that it's a supply and demand issue. It's also an issue where they're trying to diversify the products because I've seen different surveys go out where they're asking about would it be beneficial for people to have their designs printed on multiple items. So if you think about uh, I use Redbubble all the time for an example. Redbubble does a lot of different printing. So they take your design, they can print it on just about uh, anything. So you have your tank tops, you have you know your long slur- your long shirts, you have clocks, acrylic pieces, stickers. You know there's a there's a myriad of items. And if you look at other print on demand platforms like Printful, you know, that goes that that goes even further. Where Printful can do hats, they can do visors. So merch is. It started out with just T-shirts for game developers, and now look where it's expanded thus far. So it's a very, it's very much a test and learn environment that Amazon has set up, and they're continuing to test and learn. Now, are we getting frustrated because we saw a steep decline in sales? Sure. There's individuals I know that say that they've been selling an average of 30 to 40 shirts per day for the past three months. And then now they're barely hitting eight to 11 shirts a day average. That's a steep drop if you think about the royalties there. So if you're losing, say, 20 shirts and you're losing five dollars and 36 cents of royalties just using round numbers, you're losing about one hundred dollars a day in royalties right there that you were getting just based off of going from. 30 shirts to an average of 10 shirts a day. So that's my take on the thought on the throttling theory. It may not be correct. I could be completely wrong, but I really think that Amazon is just trying to enhance their offerings when it comes to merch because they know of the potential of income there. They're just trying to keep up with the demand. Because if you think about this, that as we are not getting any sales or the sales have declined, that means the numbers have declined for Amazon also. And I don't think both I don't think Amazon is in the market to lose money. I think that they're trying to streamline their efficiencies so that way they can become more profitable, which helps us to earn more royalties in the end. So again, like I said, that's my take on on the throttling theory. If you have your own thoughts, it'd be great to share them in the Merch Newbies Facebook group. If you haven't joined yet, please do so by clicking the link that will be in the episode notes. So that way we can get the discussion going in there. I've seen the discussion on multiple other groups. And I think that as a community of new merch sellers, that it'd be great to have the conversation amongst us all. Jumping right into the next topic. Since we have touched on the throttling theory and we all have our own theories about what's going on with the sales in Amazon, let's talk about other print-on-demand platforms. Printful is one that I have not really looked into, but just hearing all the good things about Printful and knowing where I want to take this particular side business of mine. So if you if you haven't listened to other podcasts, I've talked about you know, merch was my foray into the t-shirt design business. I've done designing for a number of years for not only clients, but just also just what off things that I, that I like to do. 
And selling on merch is a great opportunity to kind of see what resonates with audiences. So my long-term strategy is to go ahead and have my own e-commerce website selling shirts or other items, utilizing the integration with Shopify and Printful, potentially still doing the research in there as to kind of where I want that to go. But I've been able to sell on merch. I've been able to sell on Redbubble. It's interesting just to see the different audiences and kind of what people want to buy. And that gives me an idea as to how I need to structure my own website as I as I build it in the future. With other print-on-demand platforms, if merch is the only platform that you're on, you're limiting yourself. Not only are you limiting yourself because of the limits that Amazon places on you with the tiers, being able to only have 10 designs or 25 designs live or even 100 designs live, getting to that 100 number is is tough. And I think about the number of shirts that I have that I've rotated out and just looking at my design tracker, I have almost 100 shirts that if I if I was able to tier up to tier 100, I would actually be able to fill those slots. But not to get off track, you're limiting yourself because... There's other platforms out there that basically allow you to take your designs, upload them to their particular platform, and you can go ahead and start selling on there. So Redbubble is one that I know I've mentioned many, many times on this podcast, but I actually got my first sale on Redbubble for a shirt that would not even sell on merch, which was interesting because it was somebody that was all the way in another country that bought the shirt and they found something in there appealing and even though it didn't sell on Amazon, the keywords were similar, but it's just different audiences that go to different sites. And that's one of the things that you really have to pay attention to is that Redbubble is huge for stickers. And if you design stickers for teens or design stickers for people that like to place them on laptops, you, know, you can make those quirky stickers and people will actually buy them on Redbubble. And if you make a decent design, you're more than likely to sell multiple quantities of those stickers. So don't limit yourself to just merch. If you're in this in this weird phase where you're not getting any sales and you're getting frustrated, don't stop creating, but just go ahead and place your designs on other print-on-demand websites. It costs you nothing. Uh, design by humans is the only one that costs a, a dollar so they can verify that you're real. But there's other print-on-demand websites out there, Society6, Designed by Humans, Redbubble, TeePublic, there's tons of them that you can toss your designs on and they all bring in their own their own style of audiences. So see what works, see what resonates with the audiences out there. Like I said, it costs you nothing but just a little bit of time. So if you have that time and you're really serious about making a little bit of money in this, then why not try it out? The other thing you can do while stuck in this weird phase of sales and innovation, I think, by Amazon is... Just work on building your designs because there's there will come a day where these sales will pick back up and you will get tiered up. And once you're tiered up, you have those you have those submission levels that you can that you can send in. So why not be ready to use them? There's nothing worse than to if you're in tier 10 and you have the ability and you're tiered up to tier 25 and you only have 10 shirts in your repository you're kind of stuck because now you have to go back and create another 15 shirts and you you are basically going into panic mode because you have to upload you're able to upload two a day but you're excited at the same time because you've been teared up and you just weren't ready so be ready for when that day happens you always have to look for the bright side of things look for that silver lining and just because you're not getting any sales right now 
Don't let those creative juices stop flowing. If you're a designer that's learning the craft, you know, whether it's via lynda.com or if it's on YouTube, this is the fun part for you. I remember what it was like to start learning how to design and I would just try to do just about anything. And it definitely helps when you're in that particular phase because you're excited about something new. It's like being a kid with a new toy. You want to fully enjoy the new shiny object that you have. And by all means, don't be discouraged by the lack of sales. Use this as a learning opportunity to become a better designer. So if you're only doing text-based designs, start looking into how you can make those images better, how you can create your own designs, what platforms you can go and get templates from that you can use for commercial purposes so that way you can have a variety of material to produce to sell on merch once you start getting tiered up. So build your design portfolio so that way you're ready. If you're at tier 25 and you go to tier 100, that is a huge jump. That is 75 more designs that you have that you have to fill those slots. And that's a huge eight ball to be behind if you don't have those extra designs. So don't play catch up. Build your designs. Have them sitting, waiting for that day that you get tiered up when those sales start coming back again. And lastly... What you can do while waiting for these sales to come back up, if you're in a sales slump right now, is take a step back and do some research. There's a lot of posts, a lot of conversation that I see that is centered around, well, who do I target? How do I target? What do I do? What should these designs look like? If you're not selling anything right now and you're not switching out your designs because you want to let them bake for about four to five weeks, which is what's recommended in the merch space is do your research. Take less time posting in groups and looking at subreddits or other merch material and just dive into targeting specific audiences. See what they like. If you're going after people who knit, is there a certain niche within the knitting niche that you can target that is not even flooded on merch? Now, use this as an opportunity time to build, to do some of that research, target audiences so that way that can start those creative juices back flowing. And then you go back through the cycle of, all right, I've done this research. I found out who I want to target. I go and I build about 10 designs for that particular niche, for that particular target audience. I switch out some of my designs because I've they're past that four to five week window on merch and they haven't sold anything. So I'll toss some of those new ones in there, make sure my keywords are right. And after I've uploaded those items to merch, I go ahead and I put them on other print on demand platforms because I think that this is going to be a good test and learn time for me as well. And you start to see sales coming back in. So whereas before you were stuck with piece number one in that whole throttling theory stage and just getting frustrated and using those other three steps of utilizing other print-on-demand platforms, going back, building your designs, and taking your and, and taking a step back and doing some research on your own, and you reverse those steps, that's how you get out of that bad cycle. So thank you for listening this week. Hopefully the throttling theory has not bogged you down or made you so discouraged where you are not creating any new content and you're not out there doing your research or using this as a learning phase, but you're utilizing this as a growth phase for your own content. So until next week, everybody, please don't get discouraged with this whole downtime that we're all experiencing. And 
keep on creating that content. Thanks for listening to the Merch Newbies podcast. If this is the first podcast you've listened to, or if you're all caught up with the entire series, feel free to leave us some feedback wherever you listen to your podcast. Your ratings and reviews help us deliver the content you not only like to listen to, but also learn from. Thanks, everyone.